Welcome to The Corporate Dropouts, a podcast designed for people looking to take their future into their own hands. Join us every week as we discuss the ups, the downs, the habits and processes it takes to be a successful business owner. I'm Christina Goff, the founder of Formation Marketing and Projection Branding. And I'm Ellie Goff, the founder of the lingerie brand Untold Story. Welcome to the first episode of the Corporate Dropouts. This episode is our first ever episode and we thought it would be worth sharing a little bit about our stories and our journey Um, and we can't wait to share it with you. Yay! Yay! Finally, yeah, because we've been talking about doing this for a while now. We both feel like we've learned so much on our journeys already. I mean, I've only been been running my own business for just under a year now. Christina, you're about four years, aren't you? Yeah. We've learned so much. We've, We've done every online course. We've read every book to do a business and we've listened to countless podcasts we thought why don't we bring all this information together onto one podcast things that we found most useful for our own experiences and hopefully you find value in that too we want the podcast to be fun and light-hearted and have something for everyone ellie and i will be in conversation every week about different topics to do with business goals lifestyle products services and we'll also have guest appearances to keep things exciting and lively We are by no means experts. We're just two girls trying to tackle the business world against all the odds. Um, We recently found out that only 17% of all business owners in the UK are women. Um, We need to change this. Yeah, we feel really passionate about that. So yeah, we're just hoping to encourage and inspire more women to turn their passion into profit. So to kick things off, um, Christina, why don't you tell us a bit about your background? So my journey into marketing didn't start quite in the traditional route. Um, I actually had geared myself up to become a lawyer throughout my GCSEs and A-levels and had got my place to study uh, history and politics at university with the idea of then doing a law conversion. Um But after school finished, I kind of, I think I'd done work experience at a law firm and I started going off that idea quite quickly. Um, And I felt that I wanted to try and do a year of working first. I wasn't quite ready to just go straight into another year of academia. So I ended up getting a job as an events manager um, and that kind of quickly turned into just such an amazing time for me. And I deferred my place at uni and then the year came round and I just really felt like I just I, I didn't want to go back into the world of education I was just really happy in the world of working so I managed to f- figure out how to get a job interview with the marketing manager and I think I actually asked him in the interview what marketing was <laughs> because I had no idea um but he was so lovely he is one of the most incredible mentors I've ever had and somehow I got the job um and it was just it was one of the most amazing jobs I've had and it was really fun that was actually in-house so I've managed to get experience both agency side and in-house um and from that I obviously as many young 20 year olds I think end up doing is I wanted to go to the big city and work agency side work on lots of different clients learn lots of different businesses Um, so I ended up moving to London and working for a PR agency again the uh, MD of that company is one of the most incredible mentors again that I've ever worked for I've been so lucky to work with so many amazing people in my time so yeah I was there for about four or five years I think and then I felt like it was time for a change I considered going traveling um, and I'd sort of come up with this idea to what is now formation to create that 
um, because I started working with so many different people and I saw that there was this real need in the market to connect all these different marketing professionals and offer a kind of umbrella service to people who weren't necessarily looking for an individual or specific channel like a PR agency or a social media agency but actually would have really benefited from a wealth of different channels coming together and offering them insight into how they should build their strategy and execute it and this really felt natural for startups and smaller businesses who perhaps hadn't um, looked into marketing yet in a big way. So from the networks I built up I really turned this passion into profit and created Formation which now is a massive network of freelancers and we all come together to put together strategies for different businesses depending on what we feel they need and obviously that also allows us to be really flexible in their offerings so for example if we think they need PR and social to launch but then they should move to email marketing and events we can move the teams around and do that so that's how Formation came about. And yeah, talking of social media, you've obviously got um, Projection, which is a brand of formation, which focuses on um, your your personal branding, doesn't it? So really, really relevant at the moment. Yeah, so Projection came about, um, obviously, we work with so many entrepreneurs and it was really evident that personal branding is as important as branding um, and marketing for a business, especially in the era of social media. So we created Projection, which really focuses on the individual, the entrepreneur. Again, it really helps to make kind of bring them back to focus on why they started in the first place Um, and it really does help kind of build that credibility for the business as well Um, so it's a part that I really enjoy actually because it means doing lots of Instagram and lots of creative posts and lots of photography um, and working really closely with some amazing people all the fun stuff (laughs) so um, what would you say your key things are that came out of, of starting your business like what would you say are the three most important things Yeah, so top tips would be get a lawyer and an accountant straight away and make sure you set up a business bank account. Uh, Secondly, don't underestimate the power of word of mouth. Like Really tap into your networks and spread the word that way before you even think of investing in going after cold leads. And really know your niche. Don't be greedy. You'll make much more money much quicker by being hyper-specific with who you're targeting. Yeah, so that's something I was I was trying to target everyone with my business. Um, I think I even said like oh, I want like men to be able to wear my stuff, <laughs> and you were like, okay, that's that's great, but for now, let's just stick to one small customer profile. Together, Ellie and I have created the Lifestyle CEO, a membership site filled with all the information, workbooks, exercises, meditations, mindsets, ebooks, book reviews, and so much more of what you'll need when starting out on your business journey. Everything you hear about on our podcast is accompanied by useful tools and tips in the Lifestyle CEO. To celebrate its launch, we are offering membership free of charge for a limited time only. Please head over to thelifestyleceo.co.uk to sign up. Now to get back to the episode. Yeah, so why don't you tell us a bit more about your background? Yeah, so a bit like you, I never um, had a plan of what I wanted to do after school. Um, I guess I'd been looking at maybe studying architecture. I was looking around, I remember I was looking around unis to study that or interior design. But I really didn't find it that inspiring. And I remember mum and I were at um, the De Montford University Open Day. And we just got a bit bored listening to all these um, talks on it. So we kind of wandered off and we got totally lost um, and we ended up on the top floor of this building where there was this random degree show taking place 
and the degree was called contour fashion um I'd literally never heard of that in my life didn't know what that meant and I had no interest in fashion at all so I hadn't even considered looking into courses with fashion in the title but as soon as I saw all the work on display I was like oh my god this is what I need to do and I had this overwhelming feeling of excitement and was so I was just so so inspired the contour fashion course is basically um, the study of everything that contours to your body so gym wear swimwear and obviously lingerie it, you can only study it in three places across the world um, two are in the UK and one's in Hong Kong and the course is three years long and throughout my time there I literally had the best experience ever uh, my work was sent off um, all over the world for photo shoots it went to like Dubai and Venice places I haven't even been to um, my collections were starting to get requested from stylists for celebrity dressings for events um, it was actually such an exciting time and by the end of my third year I was actually nominated for rising lingerie designer of the year so that basically really cemented um, to me that I was on the right path and this is what I was meant to be doing. So after uni I actually managed to get my first job by sending one of my favourite brands um, an Instagram message basically just asking if they had any opportunities available for me to come and work for them and a week after I'd sent that message I had moved down to London and I was working for them full-time as a design assistant and after a few months of working there, my manager actually left, um, which left me responsible for all the design department, basically. I was the only designer. And that meant I was designing five, four or five ranges a season, sourcing all different fabrics for different price points, liaising with loads of different manufacturers all over the world. And I feel like this is where I really found my ambition and my desire to run a business for myself one day. I literally absolutely loved that extra responsibility I was given and I learned so, so much. And then after working there for a year, I actually moved um, on to work for the lingerie department in M&S. And this was another brand I had on my list to work for as they are the number one lingerie brand in the UK having the largest market share. So I really wanted to experience working for them and seeing what a successful lingerie business was really about. So after a year of working on the lingerie department in M&S, I then got offered the opportunity to work on the sleep and loungewear department, which is a huge department um, for the business and one that is growing at such a rapid rate. So I felt like I just I had to take that opportunity for sure. And this just further increased my understanding of everything to do with fashion. So I learned so much more about fabrics and constructions and just more like women's wear style garments um, which has helped me so much since I've been starting my business it's so good to have that just base understanding of all types of clothing so basically back in November 2020 so four or five months ago now I actually decided to leave M&S after working there for nearly three years um, and I've been focusing on Untold Story full-time ever since. So without giving too much away, Untold Story is a lingerie brand that is going to be all about the fun. It's flirty, girly and amazingly optimistic and I've been having so much fun working on it. I've been lucky enough to learn from an early stage in my career what goes into running a business and seeing how businesses can then run when they grow to a huge scale. So when I made the decision to leave M&S, I felt really confident that I was prepared for the next step. So it didn't seem too scary to take that leap. But what really helped is I had so much support um, when I made the decision to go solo, which actually really shocked me, um, especially like starting a business in a pandemic. I thought everyone would think I'm an idiot but 
no, I had so much support and this definitely helped me make the decision easier um, knowing that people believed in my dream as much as me so that is just like a little bit about my um, journey and how I got to where I am now Um, so yeah and what would you say your kind of top three learnings are to the point you are at now okay so um, my top three tips I definitely agree with you about getting an accountant I've only just got an accountant and I'd say get one ASAP as soon as you register your business get one because I've just spent about two days going back through all my bank statements, picking out all my business transactions, putting them onto a spreadsheet. Yeah, it's not the most fun task. I think that's a good point as well, is that actually set up a business bank account as soon as you decide you're going to have a business, because then you wouldn't have to do that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And like, you can get business bank accounts now that basically do all that bookkeeping for you. Um, you, You can take a picture of the receipt and it just files it for you straight in the bank account against that transaction. So that is, yes, definitely a good tip. I would say my second tip is definitely have some um, funding behind you either in investment or like I did I was just saved my whole life because I knew this is what I was going to do but I found talking to like manufacturers because I'm a product-based business obviously they all ask about funding they just want to make sure that you're serious and they're going to get paid and I'd say would you say the same for a service service service-based business well actually I was just thinking this is quite interesting because the journey from of a service business is so different to that of a product business like really if you're a service you can start quite small and build up over time because often service businesses start as freelancers um, who then turn it into a business. Obviously, a product, you actually have to invest in a product straight away. So it is quite a different journey, but obviously a lot of the same kind of pain points that you go through. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think it also helps being an expert in your field as well. So I obviously know the lingerie market. I know what's missing from it. I know what appeals to people. That's things you learn as you go, as you develop through your career. So definitely try and be an expert in your industry. So my third thing that you definitely need to start a business is a passion. Um, Think about it, you're going to be doing your business 24 7 you're going to be thinking about it and until you sell your business or whatever you decide to do with it it's going to be your number one priority you need that passion because you're going to have shit days you're going to have great days and on the shit days you're going to need that underlying drive to push you through and not give up and I think that's where this podcast comes in really handy in that it's not just about a business when you have a have your own business or you're an entrepreneur. It's really about creating a lifestyle that you want. So if you want to work seven days a week, then obviously that's absolutely fine. But if, like me, you're a mum of two young children and you want to be able to work around your kids so that you can actually spend time with them, then it affords those luxuries as well. Um, and that's what a lot of this podcast is going to be about is like mindset and how to plan your week or plan your day to make sure that it fits with what you want to do not this is why the podcast is called the corporate dropouts we're not nine to five we're not looking to be nine to five um and you know that's the way the world is going at the moment so I feel like that's a really important thing to learn yeah for sure I'm reading a really good book at the moment called the four hour work week which basically just says everything you've just said we are not here to lecture you about you need to work 12 hours a day to get your business off the ground. No, we are here. If pe- we know people are more, sometimes people are more productive in the evenings, in the mornings. Like I would say I'm really productive in the evenings. I feel really inspired then in the mornings. I like that to be quite chilled and I like to do my, all the things I need to do for the day, like put a wash on, go for a walk. Once I've got all that done, then I know I can sit down and, and look at my business and not 
be thinking about those other things in my head and this is exactly what we want to talk about yeah on the on the Mm. podcast so that's just a bit about us we hope you've enjoyed it obviously we'd love to hear your comments please leave a review below the podcast and let us know specifically if there's any topics that you'd like us to cover in the upcoming episodes yeah keep a lookout for our next episode which is all about maintaining your goals post january it's a really good one so yeah take a listen to that and yeah please subscribe and leave a review see you next time if you loved this episode please subscribe and leave us a review below since we love instagram please screenshot this episode tagging at underscore the corporate dropouts with your favorite takeaway We release new episodes every week, so subscribe and follow us to keep up to date with the latest news.